BioCharisma Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Gardner. This week we have Isabel Friend of waterislife.shop. Uh, I've known Isabel for about nine years. I've uh, massaged her and her ex-hubby. God, we met way back in the day in Costa Rica. And I have to say, she her knowledge base around water is pretty much unmatched. And <laughs> we had cursory discussions in person about everything. Well, I shouldn't say everything. We, we discussed water. And I, she knew I was a big fan of Shaw Burger because I'd been building domes and egg-shaped, you know, uh, water vessels and all this type of thing to be able to structure water. And it seemed like she was just starting her journey. And now I have to say she is awesome the what she has on her shop right now is the best conglomeration of different devices that you can use to structure your water no matter what your budget is she has very inexpensive things to very expensive things and the reason why this is important is as the economies of everything get a little bit tight it's very important to understand that water is the lifeblood of health and water is the lifeblood of your your production you know good soil is one thing but having excellent water for for your gardens excellent water for your body excellent water for your animals it changes the game of everything and as you'll hear in the podcast there's been an onslaught of of uh, different things that have happened to kind of, I guess you would say, in the most benign way, pollute our waters above and below. So enjoy the podcast with Isabel Friend, and please check up check out her shop, waterislife.shop, as soon as you can. Thank you. Isabel Friend, nice to see you again. <laughs> Good to see you again, too. How have you been? I've been very well. We had a little mix-up with the daylight savings time. And this gets me, I was having a wonderful conversation yesterday with one of my assistants about chronotypes. Have you looked into what chronotypes mm-hmm. are? I've looked into them, yeah, a little bit, but I'm not very well versed in it. Well, we had a little mix up with the daylight savings time here between uh, Missouri and you're in Tulum, Mexico. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. The chronotypes is a really interesting study because as you know, with all your your work with water, which we're going to dive into. And by the way, you by far have the best website for everything water. Oh, thank you. I'm very in and. Everybody that's on my channel, they know I'm a I'm an absolute water nerd slash Nazi. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just so impressed with how you formatted your shop, and just how you get into every aspect. And we'll we'll get into that very soon here. But you've done a, a wonderful job with that. Thanks, I appreciate that. I feel like the site can be a little bit overwhelming sometimes for people because there are literally thousands of listings on it, but everything that's on there is really well vetted. You know, I don't put any crap that I don't think actually works on there. And um, and I've tried to organize it in a way that I hope makes sense for people. Well, I'll give you some positive feedback with this. I The, the, the website's waterislife.shop. 
I've sent probably a dozen people there. Everybody has, nobody's ha has had a problem with it. Awesome. I, yeah, I usually send a, a specific link depending on what they're talking about from, from your site. It just, mm -hmm. it works great. So I, I think you've done a bang up job. But yesterday I was talking with my assistant and he was, he's one of these people that his brain doesn't start functioning till 12 a.m. And it functions from 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. I'm the mm -hmm. exact opposite. My brain functions from 6 a.m. till about 2, 2, 3 p.m. And then that's it. Mm -hmm. And so my chronotype is the opposite chronotype of his. And I believe there's seven different chronotypes. And in doing massage, I noticed that the water in his body is a totally different type, the way the water expresses through his dosha. Interesting. It expresses completely different. And so I, I thought that would be a fun thing to bring up with you because we know light and water, what type of light you know, that touches the water, creates the water, or I shouldn't say creates the water, but conditions the water, structures the water. Let, let's just nerd hard on this. Like, because there are different doshas, there are different body types. There are these ways in which our body gets structured differently by different light and the quality of water that we have in us and around us. And you're like the water queen right now. And so I, I really want to jump into the, into, let's just start with the light, the light relative yeah. to the water. Oh, this is such a rabbit hole. I love starting with this because I think this is really the cutting edge of water science right now. Um, there's so much yet to be discovered and yeah, every little bit that we do begin to discover around this is just scintillating in terms of its ripple effects in our health and our wellness um, and our circadian rhythms and, and actually even just the potential to regenerate uh, the planet, regenerate the soil, et cetera. So uh, the study of light and water is called aqua photonics and it's, um, as I said, we need a, we need a lot more research into it, but it's something that even the ancients knew about. So, you know, if you, if you take it all the way back, starting with our indigenous ancestors, um, and even in some major religions, like the religion of Agamatirta, which is the holy water religion in Indonesia, um, you know, it's always been known that water has a very special relationship with the moon and with the stars and with the sun. And, you know, for example, in Bali, there's a, a, a particular ritual that they do where they take water from each one of the major sacred springs all around Bali, and they put them in these big uh, barrels, and the barrels are not allowed to have a top on them, and they're not allowed to break contact with the sky at any point. The trucks that carry them from spring to spring are not even allowed to go under a bridge. They can't even break contact with the sky for the 30 seconds that it would take to cross under a bridge because they have to be constantly absorbing all of the light and all of the energy from the celestial bodies. Uh, Theodore Schwenk spoke about this at length in his research. He's one of my favorite uh, water researchers from back in the day. And he, he spoke about how the way that water um, responds very intimately 
with the movements of the heavens, with the celestial bodies, actually weaves us and weaves our bio water into the great cosmic dance, into the, the choreography that is happening in the heavens. And so when our water is disconnected from those light frequencies, um, we're literally not receiving the information that we should be receiving into our bodies. Light is information, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could say that water itself is liquid light. Certainly Dr. Masaru Emoto said mm-hmm. that water at some point exists as light. And there's some research to suggest that for every one part matter in a water molecule, which would be the hydrogen and the oxygen, that's the one part matter, just two gases coming together and magically making a liquid. For every one part matter, there are a trillion parts photons. Now I don't necessarily subscribe to like the theory of particles or whatever, but we're just going to use the term photons Thank for you. now. Like, Thank <laughs> yeah. you. I knew I, I like you for a reason. <laughs> I mean, if we wanted to get more specific, we could say they are um, toroidal vortexing fields of etheric energy that happen to bring light through into the 3D realm from the ether, but it's not like they're these little billiard balls that contain light or something silly like that. I don't know. Um, But for every one part matter, there's a trillion parts of these packets of vortexing light energy. And um, water is happiest. Water has different, water has infinite numbers of an infinite amount of expressions and variations. She's literally the most sensitive thing in the world and the most versatile thing in the world. And so she expresses very differently in sunlight than she does in moonlight, for example. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Victor Schauberger spoke a lot about how water in the sunlight becomes lazy water and it gets, um, it starts expressing more like uh, elderly water, for example. Whereas in the moonlight, you can see that a river flows faster. It has greater carrying capacity. It just has more energy to it. And generally speaking, the healthiest water for us to drink is the water that has the broadest spectrum of various frequencies of light energy in it. And so, whereas, you know, it could be great if you want to, you know, a lot of times people say, oh, just expose your water to 432 Hertz and that that's good. That'll structure or just expose your water to Schumann resonance or just, you know, with Kangen, like pump your water full of DC electrical current. (laughs) And it's like, no, 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 no. Water really loves to have the broad spectrum of the electromagnetic uh, frequencies available to it, and especially the broad spectrum of light frequencies available. And what we see happening when water actually has access to that um, is incredible. So uh, one of the laboratories doing really great work with this right now is Dolph Zantiga's lab, the Analemma lab. So they actually inherited their laboratory from... A, um, a Nobel Prize winner named um, Dr. Fritz Albert Pop, who was studying mm. biophotonics. So they're studying the biophotonic radiation of, um, of structured full spectrum water and finding that when you drink this water, it has the potential to uh, create brainwave coherence within just a few minutes of drinking it. Um, within 99% of the participants in one of the case studies that they did, um, and they're all third-party studies, um, 
in one in 99% of participants, they saw a biological age revitalization of one to 12 years in only three months of drinking the water based on glycan age tests. They've also found an incredible um, increase in ATP production. Um, I want to say it was like a 30% increase in ATP production, but I need to revisit that study get, to get the exact number for that. But just an incredible increase in, in ATP, which of course is what structures your intracellular fluid, giving the intracellular fluid the capacity for higher cellular voltage. And then um, as well, and I think this is one of the one of the most um, promising aspects of it, is that when you water a garden with full spectrum coherent water, coherent meaning it's structured and then full spectrum meaning it has all of the light frequencies that water in nature would have, it has the full spectrum of light. Um, even if that soil has absolutely next to no measurable microbiota in there whatsoever, even if the microbiome of that soil is completely depleted, somehow this water will spontaneously generate de novo life forms and restore a full diversity within the spectrum of, of uh, microbi the microbiotic profile there. Mm -hmm which has massive implications for our health and our own gut microbiome as well. When we drink this water, um, you know, so many of the modern chronic diseases stem from microbiome depletion and, you know, water of course is the, is the foundation of life. Water is life, but how can water create life? Uh, a lot of it has to do with the way that water actually translates light frequencies into into life force energy. In fact, can, um, can I tell you about a, pri a personal exp uh, a experiment that I did for three years? Please, yeah. So, you know, I've been like into Schauberger for 15 years. And I, I came across a few alchemists that had shared with me that magnetite is the prima material. And one of these scientists slash alchemist said, go ahead and make a cylinder where in the sleeve of the cylinder, sort of like when you have the vacuum uh, flasks, imagine filling the vacuum area full of a thin, a thin layer of magnetite mm -hmm. and then inside put the purest water possible. Mm -hmm. So the magnetite isn't touching the, the, the actual water and put it out from new moon to new moon and see what happens. Mm -hmm. So I made all these different magnetite sleeves because where I was living had tons of black sand beaches and I'd go collect the magnetite, made the sleeve, put it around this highly vortex water, like clean spring vortex water, did the new moon to the new moon. And there would be all these crystal growths inside the water. Now this is, it wasn't bacterial. It wasn't anything like it wasn't like I didn't clean the inside of the vessels and the water was just getting, you know, gross. Mm -hmm. There was literal transference from like you're saying full spectrum, both sun and moon, that light would travel through the glass, which is a silica. It would quote unquote stop at the magnetite because the magnetite wasn't transparent, but no, it didn't. The water was always aware of the light source that was around it. Mm -hmm. And somehow, some way, there would be these little crystals. And we put these crystals on in Petri dishes and looked at them. 
and it, it looked like the most magnificent, different gold, platinum, silver, just like it was, uh, we were essentially growing precious metals mm -hmm. in this water. And the way we did the control in the test was we had water from a spring that was by itself, a water from a spring that we vortexed, water from the municipal tank. And we did all these different things to see the different rates of growth. And it was amazing. It was astounding the the one-to-one -one correlation between the structured spring water and the amount of information transference that would occur. I mean, it was to such a point where I have all the confidence in the world that there are such things as these yogis that can live on live on their breath. That can be breatharian or just just have water because we live in the fluid of water. It's just less dense. <laughs> mm -hmm. And if you're if you're in that mode, your consciousness is in that mode. You you're you're more powerful than magnetite is. So how could mm -hmm. you not actually just go ahead and create all these little whatever your body needed? Let's just say. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we are such incredible miracles. Our bodies are temples of the divine because we're 99.92% water and molecularly speaking, 70% water by volume, but molecularly speaking, you know, every, out of every thousand molecules in our body, 999 of them is water. And, and they've done um, studies to show that, uh, are you familiar with Soleil solution? No. So Soleil solution is, is basically just a super, super saturated saline. Um, but it's, it's, it's magical. So all the ancients made it in many different cultures and anyone can simply and easily make it at home. You just, um, fill a jar with a lot of really high quality salt and then fill it with water. And then there's this alchemy that happens where the resulting solution is not like salt and not like water. It is like a third thing, like Soleil solution itself has these incredible life-giving properties. Um, and especially when you put it out in the sun and you allow it to collect that solar energy. And I think it was the chemist Stanley Miller who showed that, um, you know, highly saturated um, mineral rich, uh, uh, mineral mineralized body water can actually generate pretty much any amino acid that you need, right? Mm -hmm. it, you, your body can endogenously create any nutrient that you need if you're very well hydrated. So it's not even necessarily that we need to be, you know, taking in all of these nutrients. And I'm, I'm not saying that I'm a proponent of breatharianism or even a proponent of water fasting necessarily in all cases, but the, the body absolutely does have the potential to create everything it needs endogenously because water is the original progenitor. It's what creates all life. It's what gives birth to all, all substances, all genetic expressions. In so, fact, they did an experiment where they put um, a super, super saturated Soleil solution with certain electromagnetic charge forces and, um, and it started generating DNA. It started generating, like bringing together <laughs> amino acids and, and generating genetic information. And that's how it was believed that things happened in the primordial soup. If you believe that whole, uh, you know, theory of, of evolution, but that's the, that's kind of the mainstream. So the Soleil solution that makes sense to me in talking to my alchemist friends, because from the alchemist perspective, if you say water carries memory, they'll laugh at you. They say, no, salt carries the memory. 
and water is the carrier. It's the it's the universal solvent. And so the to have these high grade salts, do they tell when you say high grade salt, do you know what type of salt they use? You can make it with any kind of salt. So I like to personally, I like to switch between different kinds of salt. There's volcanic salts, there's Celtic salts, there's obviously Himalayan salts. There's some salt flats out here in the Yucatan that's fun to go harvest from. I think mm. if you can get a local salt, that's usually the best. Yeah, that's awesome. Cause that's sort of like a, an effective microorganism. If you can make it from locally, it's going to suit your body, your, your biome much better. God, you, you've said so much already. I could go a thousand different directions with this. <laughs> so with the Soleil solution, um, that in a very, God, I have to bring this up just because it's awesome. So what we're finding out now with building is, do you know how a building is usually grounded out? No. So they'll take a, like a metal rod that's conductive and they'll pound it straight into the ground. And then that metal rod is connected to the ground in your breaker box. And that rod is supposed to take all the extra noise from the system and send it into the ground. And I do the same thing in massage. Like the whole thing that I'm there for is when I work on somebody is to be the grounding rod to take whatever mm. noise is in the system, whatever electrical noise is and give it to the ground.